Welcome to the DLR Libraries podcast, Need to Read. Recommended reads from those in the know. Today I am talking to Mila. Mila is a library assistant with DLR Libraries, which is where I work also. She loves reading widely, whether it's fiction, nonfiction or poetry, though her favourite genres are sci-fi, fantasy and young adult. She also runs the review, a review site on our website for YA books, and that is called It's Lit, dlr.wordpress.com. Uh, so you're very welcome, Mila. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And uh, we're sitting in the lexicon here looking out over the sea. So it's, it's a lovely um, excuse to come and visit you here <laughs> and talk to you here. Um, and we've got a lovely pile of books here from our YA section here. So we're going to go through them today. Mm-hmm. Um, just to briefly explain uh, YA, which is young adult fiction. Um, I don't know if this is the explicit origin of the term, but... Um, in the 1940s, there was a librarian at the New York Public Library called Margaret Scoggin, and she had a literary column called Books for Older Boys and Girls, which she then changed to the more appropriate Books for Young Adults, which seemed to stick for the genre, and um, maybe it's more, more respectful as well. Um, so the YA genre respects the gap between childhood and adulthood and the issues and complex emotions that that brings, such as coming-of-age stories first love, family life and struggles, um, as well as being known for some trending genres, genre series in the way of fantasy and dystopia. And while it's typically aimed at um, teens, lots of adults read YA books. Um, The Harry Potter series can be credited some way in paving the way for breaking of reading demographics. And a 2012 study found that 55% of buyers of YA fiction were adults. Now, Mila, you're an adult and you love YA. <laughs> can you, That's very true. Can you tell me w- what appeals to you about the genre or genres within YA and why you think people might enjoy that too, other adults? Um, of course. So when I was always a very voracious reader, so when I was a kid, I would, you know, I would read a book a day kind right. of thing. Uh, I didn't have my friends. No, That's oh, why. The, oh, your friends are in the books. <laughs> my friends were in the books, exactly. <laughs> so um, I just remember that I was a kid and then I would jump to more adult books like fantasy and things and there was this gap maybe it was because you know I was growing up in Poland so there weren't that many YA books Mm -hmm. or I just didn't enjoy them because they were more contemporary yeah but then I when I when I moved to Ireland when I was improving my English I would read a lot of YA and it really helped me and it was um, with the language of course but it was also so brilliant to see myself in the books you know as a teen okay and um so you were a teenager when you moved here yes yeah yes I was a teenager when I moved here so it was just lovely to see myself and then I just kind of stuck to YA because it was a comfort mm-hmm. but then again you know um there are books like the Hunger Games uh, Harry Potter which was you know kid lit mid middle grade to young adult you could say um that just kind of grip everyone and it's there's a craze like twilight craze and everything like that but then you have books that are that don't get as much publicity but have stories that are just so impactful and make you feel so seen yeah so it's it's something that i notice in ya now it's kind of like the the characters are allowed to be real and messy Mm -hmm. which is what being a teenager is all like yeah all the time. talking about stuff that you're going through at that time as well so you're not necessarily retrospectively looking back on all these things that happened it exactly. feels very and not although it depends on way, the way the books are written obviously Absolutely. but yeah. yeah um 
So just moving on to LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. books within YA, so that's what we're talking about today. Um, I read a great article in the April issue of the Bookseller magazine, which, mm-hmm. which we get in the libraries, and but you can go to the website to read it as well. Um, it's by Math- Matthew Todd, and he talks about the trauma of being left out. A lot of what you mentioned there about being seen, the trauma of being left out of history and the importance mm-hmm. of telling LGBTQ stories in literature. Mm-hmm. Um, and growing up, he found very few, if any, representations of gay men in literature. And he, he talks about how damaging that was and is not to see yourself represented in whatever form. Mm-hmm. Um, he specifically mentions the YA genre for some major efforts lately to sort of um, bridge that gap mm-hmm. and to tell stories that include queer characters. Um, but he also talks about its kind of complex way to... Um, to normalize characters in mainstream and yes. commercial fiction as well and not necessarily have the stories just to be issues around lgbtq exactly. um but for it just just to be something you just would see them mainstream in literature mainstream. um so you w- would review a lot of YA books on the blog mm-hmm. um and maybe in your opinion could you tell me a little bit what you feel classifies a book as lgbtqt and also what is it about ya that they seem to be producing so many yep. in that genre so um just you know in case someone doesn't know that lgbtqia plus yeah i didn't put that many yeah. letters yeah so i will just be referring to it as as queer okay queer yeah. books that's that's a word some people use some people um think it's a it's you know it's an offensive word some people are reclaiming it i'm one okay. of them uh, yeah. but the lgbtqai stands for lesbian gay bisexual transgender queer asexual aromantic intersex so you have a whole range of identities in there mm-hmm. um so how i would categorize a book as queer would be that it would definitely have a queer character mm-hmm. it's a, a queer main character yeah the book is queer for me yeah um a lot of people would say that a book is really only queer if it deals with being queer Mm-hmm. which is not something I agree with because yep. uh, as you mentioned in the article there was very little um, in the way of describing the lives of queer people in literature and it seems that for a while the only queer stories were ones that ended in death yeah bury your gaze trope you, you at the end of the books they couldn't be happy they either had to go back to being straight or they had to die mm-hmm. and thankfully we're moving away from that um, but another thing i keep seeing is that a lot of queer books people say that it's a queer book if the main character struggles with being queer which you can see in a lot of books which it's great to see that because mm-hmm. a lot of people do struggle with being queer and it's good to be seen and, and, you know, and be like, oh, I'm not alone in feeling like that. But I, what I would love to see is for us to move from that narrative that you have to struggle with being queer in order yeah. to actually classify yourself as queer, so to speak, yeah. to identify yeah. as queer. You, you don't have to go through that, all that heartache and angst. You can just be like, yeah. yep. I'm queer. It's fine. Yeah. So they st- the characters are already queer. They're they're not doing a big coming out thing. Exactly. And then it, let's just get on with the story and get yeah. on with the story. Exactly. Yeah. So there are books. Um, 
this is actually an adult fantasy book uh, series by Foz Meadows, who mm-hmm. is um, an author from Australia, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, we were talking about Australian um, <laughs> for people who weren't here. Obviously, which is everyone. We were talking yes. about Australian authors earlier. Yes. <laughs> uh, so um, Foz Meadow has this uh, duology, um, which is a portal fantasy. And so many characters there are queer. And that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just part of who they are. It's, it's not even really a plot point, mm-hmm. which is absolutely lovely to see. And yeah. something I would like to see in more stories. So... Great. Um, so maybe um, we'll just while we're on the topic, yes. actually, before we get to the books. Uh, so that's something you want to see more of. So that I was going to ask you, is there an area you feel underrepresented in literature? Yes, uh, we're getting more stories uh, of trans characters, which is very mm-hmm. important, trans or non-binary characters. Mm-hmm. But what I would love to see more is um, books by trans and non-binary authors, mm-hmm. because while, yes, anyone can tell a story, I just feel that there's enough of cisgender people kind of profiting off of telling transgender stories. Okay. It feels yeah. like there should be a space made in publishing yeah. for trans and non-binary authors to tell the stories that they want to tell. Yeah. Because they would be able to tell them in a way that's authentic, that's not sanitized. Yeah. Because that's just something I noticed in the past in... Uh, queer books whether YA or adult it just kind of felt like the author had to kind of sanitize the characters so that they fit into what straight cisgender people thought they should be is that an area that's not covered as much trans characters Uh, there's there's more and more I um there is a few books I actually will be mentioning that um are trans stories um I am not aware of any Irish ones. Mm-hmm. I will be mentioning um, ones from uh, international authors mm-hmm. later on. Great. But um, yes, I mean, there's there's some fantastic stories like um, Felix Ever After by Case and Calendar, uh, which is a story about uh, Felix, who is a trans a boy mm-hmm. and goes on to um, discover more facets of his identity and things like that but I won't spoil lovely yeah we'll get to that so maybe we'll start with with the book recommendations now so I don't know what way you want to do it you've got right quite a pile there start with the Irish queer book recommendations okay and I will start with a book that I read about a month ago just as it came out and I fell in love with it great it is called Hanny and Issues Guide to Fake Dating by Adiba Jagidar who is Mm -hmm. actually an author who lives locally oh wow. and she is bengali so yep. i i believe uh, she's bengali irish and oh my goodness like the fake dating trope is one of my favorite tropes that i didn't know fake dating was it was a trope <laughs> it's a trope which i adore yeah yeah um, so in this book with the two main characters are um bengali girls who live in mm-hmm. ireland mm-hmm uh dundrum town is actually mentioned in the book oh, so wow. it's lovely to, when you present. get little bits of where you live exactly yeah. which is fantastic so imagine how amazing it is for us to hear as white women mm-hmm. living in ireland and how yeah. important it is for the bengali girls to it's see lovely themselves. yeah yeah um but yes it's a it's a fantastic book i read it in one go wow um and it's about 
these two girls who go to the same school Mm -hmm. and their families know each other because they're both migrant families Mm -hmm. and they're not really friendly Mm -hmm. uh they're kind of opposites one is you know very popular Mm -hmm. smiley the other one is just like "Mm, stay away from me okay people are the worst yeah yeah standoffish Uh, yeah exactly but um because of um plot reasons they have to pretend to be dating Mm -hmm. and from there on their relationship changes they become friends and do they fall in love i don't know you'll have to read the book (laughs) okay (laughs) but um it's a wonderful book that has um really good queer muslim representation okay so one of the characters is muslim and uh, queer as well so she uh, identifies as bisexual Mm -hmm. um and it's very important to give the space for new um irish and migrant experiences in stories especially queer ones so when i read that one i was like amazing that sounds fascinating and it got it got great reviews and um yes. there's, a, there's a i went down a youtube spiral there is like ya readers are yes. like all over youtube they are <laughs> all over youtube and for the right reasons and yeah and they were raving about that anyway yes. yeah so you can actually borrow that from the libraries and the audiobook versions of both Hanian Issues Guide to Fake Dating and Henna Wars, which is Adiba's um, first novel, mm-hmm. will be available to borrow on BorrowBox. Okay, great. Right. So that's that. And my second recommendation, which is oh, a book that came out just around when lockdown first started. So it didn't get the hype that it absolutely deserves. Yeah, yeah. And this is Queen of Coin and Whispers by Helen Corcoran. Okay. It's a fantasy novel. It's a whirlwind of a novel and I adore it. Mm-hmm. I actually have two copies at home. Do you? Right, yes, just in case? Or... <laughs> just, just in case. Just in case I need to grab one in case, you know, the house is on fire or something. Yeah. No, um, actually I got one just as it came out and then I noticed that they had a signed copy in Dubrai and I was like, mm, oh, okay. Yeah, yes, oh, that's we'll good. That. So you can lend one out and keep one for posterity. Exactly. Yep. exactly. So it's a fantasy novel about a queen, uh, a, a teenage girl who becomes a queen and she has to she she nominates this um other main character girl to be her um whisper so mm-hmm. her spy master okay and it's it talks about um just how difficult it is to deal with everything that life throws at you and also mm-hmm. with with uh, learning who you are and learning what you want in life especially in this in those circumstances mm-hmm. um and i liked that in this world there was no homophobia mm-hmm. which is just so refreshing to read i you know fantasy writers who include homophobia or racism or anything mm-hmm. like that in their stories like why yeah your world building just to make it a exactly nice, nicer place <laughs> exactly so I really loved that um, this world was so queer positive. It just didn't seem a problem at all to have uh, a character say, oh, uh, I'm a man in love with a man, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it was yeah. absolutely lovely. Um, this is also available in the library and mm-hmm. the ebook is available through Libby mm-hmm. and the audiobook is available on BorrowBox. But Great. if you're going to think about 
borrowing or buying a book from all the recommendations I make, I would recommend that it's either Queen of Coin and Whispers mm -hmm. or Honey and Issues Guide to Pig Dating because they Great. are my absolute favorite. Right. So um, I have a few more Irish books to mention. So, um, of course, the book that everyone read, I hope, if not, wow, <laughs> um, which is Perfectly Preventable Deaths by Dergel Sullivan, who mm -hmm. is... A fantastic writer. Uh, I mean, is there something she can't write? Short stories, young adult, middle grade. It, it's just Amazing. fantastic. So this one is kind of witchy, which I would recommend around Halloween or, you mm -hmm. know, if you want to feel like Halloween, any time yeah. of the year. If you want to be spooked. Exactly. If you want to be spooked. And um, there we go. Mm -hmm. Another one which uh, I adore, um, this was uh, Meg Grehan's The Space Between. It's a novel in verse, and I'm a mm -hmm. big fan of novel in verse, and I know that you did a yes. podcast episode about novels in yeah, verse. Yeah, that was uh, Ruth Ennis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we did that, um, and we, I think you have one of the books that we might be talking about, or maybe... Um, or I might have mentioned it. Or you mentioned it before, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so that was a whole genre I didn't know much about at all, so I feel very it's really, a lot more equipped for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really good. And um, the space between is um, also available on Borrowbox, and mm -hmm. is uh, perfectly preventable deaths, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a great novel about mental illness mm -hmm. and agoraphobia. And the experience of falling in love while being mentally ill. Mm -hmm. And it's handled really, really well. Mm -hmm. um, and you have the sense that you are growing with the character. Yeah. Which is a lovely feeling to have yeah. as you're reading. Yeah, it's a sort of sen sense of completion in the novel as yes. well when you finish. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the other two novels that I wanted to mention are uh, All the Bad Apples by Moira Fowley Doyle, mm -hmm. um, which is a very... I think important novel in that it kind of connects younger readers with the history of mother and baby homes in Ireland. Okay, yeah. Um, and it's a very angry book, but it needs to be rightly angry. so. Yes, and yep. rightly so. And you can feel the anger. I remember reading it and just feeling so angry. Yeah, so, yeah. Sally Doyle is really good at evoking emotion in you. Um. And the other book is The Falling in Love Montage by Kira Smith, mm -hmm. who actually, um, both Kira Smith, Moira Fowley-Doyle and Han Corcoran um, were part of our video series for It's Lit that you can watch Great. on our um, DLR official YouTube. So okay. If you're ever interested. Brilliant. Um, but yes, but um, The Falling in Love Montage by Kira Smith is a lovely novel about well falling in love over summer mm -hmm. it kind of gives you that 90s movies nostalgia feeling my favorite yeah decade for films <laughs> <laughs> right it's so good yeah yeah so uh, the two main characters decide to make a list of all the things that they do in romantic comedies actually in order okay. to fall in love yeah to see if it works if or it works, yeah exactly um, and it also talks about how messy families are. Mm -hmm. There's some, uh, there's a situation that the main character is dealing with uh, after her mother died and she's living with her dad. Things are like, well, she, her mother didn't die. Spoilers. 
Um, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. Do you want me to cut out? Is it okay? Yes, that's fine. <laughs> so uh, there's a very nice situation with her family um, that you learn more about as you read the book. Okay. And um, Kira Smith, actually, that was her debut novel. And her second novel just came out recently. And it's also a queer story called Not My Problem. And mm-hmm. it's, I have it at home. It's on my TBR list. I will get to it. You will get to it. I will get to it. One, one thing that's striking me is they're just they're so adventurous the ideas yes, like absolutely. it makes adult genres seem so boring in a way know, right? <laughs> it's, it's like, all like oh this person cheated oh you know yeah. my, my job is the worst they're really like really not, there's no boundaries they're just like no. coming that, up with that's, amazing that's plots the thing about about YA it's just the authors are not afraid to talk about everything yeah yeah they'll talk about grief yeah and they'll make jokes about farts and you know there's just everything right it's kind of less confined by exactly. a form or something exactly i did read uh, a nice thing um meg grahan is it mm-hmm. uh her her book um in county live they're doing an offer with mm-hmm. uh Weiberger and deliveroo um and they are offering free um lgbtq children's books with selected meals so and oh. her and her books space between and deepest breath oh, is part of that which i think is a really nice initiative Oh, that's very good. Mm. And uh, I read The Deepest Breath. It's more kind of middle grade book. but It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a girl who questions her feelings and she realizes she's in love with her best friend who's also a girl. But I, what I loved about it yeah. was that she went to a library to get some answers. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only she'd found you there, Mila, you could have given her exactly. an armful of books. <laughs> Do you so, want to go to your next pile? Yes, or? So, uh, I, yes you, you can't see this, but I have two piles of books here that I just <laughs> kind of move around. So I, uh, I sent you a list of books yep. uh, that I wanted to talk about. I don't have all of them here, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to just name them. So, for example, there is a book uh, by Claire Can, Let's Talk About Love, mm-hmm. that you can get um, through our library catalogue which is fantastic about um, asexual representation. The main character is asexual. Mm-hmm. It's really lovely. And, it, it, you know, it, there's this, there can be this stereotype that if someone is asexual, it means they are just, like, not even able to love, which mm-hmm. is not true. And yeah. the main character kind of deals with, what, with, with the stigma that comes. Yeah. Uh, with it so it was handled really well mm-hmm. and another book that has really good asexual representation is loveless by alice osman mm-hmm. uh, alice osman also um writes and draws Hardstopper, which is a graphic novel about two boys falling in love and it's a huge hit it's in its fourth volume now and it's just yeah. it's so lovely and it's so sweet and so wholesome and if you have a bad if i have a bad day i just grab Heartstopper, and I reread oh, it. Yeah, that's a beautiful book. It is, and and the illustrations are fantastic mm-hmm. as well. So um, another book that's in verse and mm-hmm. queer is the Black Flamingo by Dean Atta. Oh, yeah, that actually, that's the one uh, Ruth did in, in yes. the podcast. Yeah, it's a lovely book. Yeah, it's that. a lovely, lovely book. And I remember Dean Atta did an interview with I think BBC Scotland. Uh, about you know writing lgbt things mm-hmm. and he also while, while he was there um he was sharing the stage so to speak with a scottish poet um rachel Plummer, who wrote um 
retelling of Scottish folk tales as LGBT okay. stories. Yeah. Uh, and those are poems for children. And yeah. I think we have a copy somewhere in the lovely. library of that, which is also lovely. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. So I mentioned earlier Felix Ever After. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to uh, quickly read you the blurb for it. So Felix Love has never been in love. And yes, he's painfully aware of the irony. He desperately wants to know what it's like and why it seems so easy for everyone but him to find someone. What's worse is that even though he is proud of his identity, Felix also secretly fears that he's one marginalization too many, black, queer and transgender, to ever get his happily ever after. This book um, is absolutely stunning. I mean, the cover is lovely and the spine, yeah, side. the side, the pages are the side of the pages, yes. colored in and just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, they're colored in as flowers, and it's absolutely. You'd lovely. want to shelve that page yes. page out. Yes, yeah. I, I I don't like the the you know reverse spine, but for this book, yeah, I would. you would allow it. <laughs> absolutely, but it's it's a it's a lovely, absolutely lovely novel and. Um, after I finished it, I just really wanted to give Felix, uh, Felix a huge hug. Yeah. Things got so messy for him. Yeah. So, so messy. And I, I remember those yeah. feelings, all, all those yeah. tangled, messy feelings. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. And there's you a know, lot going on. There's for a, him lot, there. a lot yeah. going on. Absolutely. It's good for and so important for our empathy to exactly. read these stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, um, for people who enjoy thrillers and kind of whodunit and mm-hmm. crime, I have two recommendations. One is Keep This to Yourself by Tom Ryan, which mm-hmm. is available on Borrowbox as an ebook. Okay. Um, Thanks for checking where they're all available, by the way. That's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, is it? <laughs> no, it isn't. Okay, I will request for it to be bought. <laughs> uh, but um, it's a story of uh, murder. Mm-hmm. and let's just say that i didn't see the end coming okay good. which which is it's always nice for, for a, a twist yes it's yeah. a very nice twist and another one is far from you by tess sharp um it's also uh, a story of a murder and this girl uh, witnessed her best friend that she was in love with and mm-hmm. witnessed her death okay and um she tries to piece together what happened Mm-hmm. And she also deals with chronic pain. So it's uh, it's a really good um, disabled and chronic pain representation as well okay. in, in the novel. And I really enjoyed it. And Tess Sharp has a new book out that's about a girl who's a con artist. Okay. That's supposed to be really good as well. Um, if you're into zombies. Yeah. I am. Dread Nation. <laughs> I've never, by... never read about them, but yeah, <laughs> I, I like zombie okay. films. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Dread Nation by Justina Ireland. So mm-hmm. we love Ireland, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So it's um it's a fantasy uh set in it's historical fantasy set around the American War, where slavery was abolished, but not really. Uh, the main protagonist is um. A black girl who is trained to fight zombies. <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> I mean, I, I at first I was like, mm, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this because I'm kind of squeamish. Yeah. But there's not that much gore. But yeah. The, 
it's action-packed and yeah. it's it's re- it really sucks you in and the other main character is also uh arrow ace so she's aromantic and asexual and uh, it just shows you that you know the the relationships that you have can be platonic and they're just as important for um everyone really um thrilling. i mean i definitely when i was a teenager i love i liked action yes but so i liked um Yes, John Marsden is an Australian author. I loved yes. his series, yes. um, which were very violent, but <laughs> I neither remember them. But also things like The Beach and mm-hmm. um, Planet of the Apes. And yes. you want to be entertained. Exactly. You, know? you, you want something to happen. This, yeah. this whole thing of, you know, just nothing happening in a novel. I'm, I'm not a big fan of just literary things where nothing happens. Well, I, I'm, I'm a, I am as well. I do like I like books that are just very existential where nothing happens. Like, that's very boring. <laughs> but I kind of like it. It's just like the yes. everyday or just what books set in a day. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Well, to each their own. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but this is not about that. This is not about that. Yeah. Exactly. So um, other books that are fantastic um, is, and also in verse, is Clap When You Land by Elizabeth Acevedo. She, uh, she has a few novels in verse and this is her newest. It came out last year and you can get it on on Libby and on Borrowbox and Great. through the library as well. So uh, one of the main characters is in a relationship with a non-binary person, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a great novel about family secrets and sisterhood and mm-hmm. getting to know one another. Uh, if you like retellings of fairy tales, Cinderella is Dead mm-hmm. by Caelan by, by Byron, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, is kind of like a dystopian retelling. Cinderella has been dead for years now, but the, the ball is yeah. still a recurring thing and all the girls have to be chosen otherwise. Oh, I did read about this. Yeah, it's yes. a, it does sound very dystopian. It yeah. does sound very dystopian. It's scary. It's yeah. scary, but yeah. good so they have to go story. along yes right the passage when they're like 16 kind yeah of thing. yes and the main character is just like when we first get to know her she wants to run away with mm-hmm. her best friend that she's in love with but her best friend says no i'm going to stay mm-hmm. and then something the happens. whole plot thing okay. happens and you're just like <laughs> oh my god that's amazing yeah that's good um another good one for fantasy um, fans is the Wayward Children series by Seanan Maguire. Mm-hmm. Seanan Maguire is such a prolific writer. Massive. I mean, Massive. massively popular. Like, and yeah. I mean, and the, all the pen names she has as well, mm-hmm. like Mira Grant and stuff. But uh, the Wayward Children series is um, a series of standalone novels mm-hmm. about children who get transported into other worlds. Okay. Um, so you have it's a good premise for yes exactly different so many different books, words yeah worlds um you have trans characters you have lesbian characters you have asexual characters uh the newest book um i can't remember the title it's something with the green grass in title did i write it down i don't think i did but uh that one has an intersex character which is really great okay um, and, um, you know, you can start really anywhere, those books. Yeah. But um, first one is um, Every Heart a Doorway. Okay. Um, which is just absolutely lovely. Um, and it's kind of like a portal fantasy 
which is a genre that I didn't know existed. Yeah, I like me either. This is from thanks to you. I researched that and I realized, <laughs> oh, okay, here's another one. So yes. about the fake dating and portal. Yes, uh, portal fantasies. Portal fantasy, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, which is also uh, one of the ones I mentioned before by Foz Meadows. That's also portal fantasy. Okay, where they get transported to another realm. Anyway, great. Um, a great. Um, I think this is going to be my second last book that mm-hmm. I'm going to mention. Um, another contemporary book that's really good that I read recently was Full Disclosure. Full Disclosure mm-hmm. by Ka- Cameron Garrett. Okay. Um, the main character uh, is HIV positive. Okay. She was born with it. And um, she has two gay dads okay. who adopted her knowing that she was HIV positive. Mm-hmm. And she had to change schools because after she told one of her friends that she had HIV, she was bullied really badly. Okay. Um, and it's quite um, a sad book it, this, it's yeah. a sad book but also kind of empowering mm-hmm. because things happen mm-hmm. uh, but she's also um trying to be more comfortable with the fact that she herself is bisexual mm-hmm. even though everyone around her thinks she's straight mm-hmm. and she's like mm, actually no which was lovely mm-hmm. and um sorry i lied i have two more books <laughs> Take your time. as many as you want Okay, so um, this one is kind of a young adult, middle grade. It's right there on the cusp. And it's a graphic novel, mm-hmm. The Prince and the Dressmaker by Jen Wang. Mm-hmm. And it um, tells the story of the prince who cross-dresses okay. and becomes um, this social butterfly woman who um holds those great salons and everyone wants to be invited yeah. to her parties and things like that which is absolutely lovely yeah and um this one is a young adult more kind of in going into new adult and it's a comic book is that series. a is that a f- term new adult yes, yep. new okay adults, that's also i need to catch up on this <laughs> i know right i i only learned about that yeah. recently apparently new adult is kind of a step above young adult as in it's steamier okay yeah there we go okay uh, but um the comic book series i'm talking about is giant days by john mm-hmm. allison so it's a story of three girls who meet in college mm-hmm. and um form a very unlikely friendship okay one of them is a goth esther he, she has my heart uh <laughs> one of them is Daisy and Daisy is this uh, bookworm who absolutely loves studying and she yeah. loves rules and everything like that. And third friend is Susan and Susan is a medical student and she's often drawn with her teeth like fangs because she's okay. kind of like a feisty character. Okay. Um, but it the, the series um follows them through college and mm-hmm. uh through many ups and downs and relationships mm-hmm. and daisy's first girlfriend okay and hopefully pro- and <laughs> problems that come with that okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 really good i think it has 14 volumes at the moment okay way um and it's won many uh, awards uh, yeah. it, it's really really funny um so i would recommend that one if you're looking for great. something light do we have that in the library do you know yes we do actually we do yeah we do great yeah. I think that's the last one. Let me that's great. Yes, that's a l- great. There's yeah. loads there. That's something definitely something for everyone. I yes. think in all I, of those. I hope so. <laughs> um, so I mean, I mean, not to get serious again, but 
how do you feel the genre should evolve or needs to evolve it seems like it's evolving it, it <laughs> a is lot. evolving um, it's evolving a yeah. lot um I'm glad to see that that you know there's no topic that's kind of not allowed yeah which is great yeah um because you know there's this some people think that oh you know we should keep teenagers away from topics that are difficult yeah yeah no they they, they encounter them in real life anyway yeah you know, yeah don't uh, make it harder right? exactly yeah. don't make it harder on them whether it's disability dealing with family issues um substance abuse mm-hmm. or you know sorry addiction um anything like that or they're going to know about it anyway so mm-hmm. might as well let them read about it yeah and you know have an open conversation about it so i, yeah. I hope that you know why will allow everyone to have a an open conversation yeah um so I kind of, as I mentioned before, I would love to see more stories where it's just, it's okay to be queer and you yeah. don't have to struggle with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good answer. Um, and you've mentioned some tropes that you like, so, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe, I don't know if you like them, but you, you love the fake dating and the uh, portals, you didn't know about the portals. I didn't fantasy. know it was a thing, but I do adore it. Are there any other tropes or cliches that you like or dislike? Um, you, or you came across what I like um, I do like um, the fake dating but also there's a thing called oh we didn't know we were dating oh okay yeah. like you're, you don't know you're falling in love with your best friend type thing yes yeah. kind of thing yes yeah. yes <laughs> which is kind of a bit in uh, Felix Ever After yeah. there's a bit of a storyline there yeah but it's just you know growing so close and comfortable with someone that you don't realise that other people mm-hmm. think you're in a relationship oh, I just okay. adore yeah, that kind yeah. of um oblivious to yes, how it's coming exactly, across yeah exactly as to ones that i don't like um it's the you know the bury your gaze trope mm-hmm. thankfully we're moving past that yeah um other than that no not really yeah. no yeah. i will read pretty much anything that's great um and how mm-hmm. i don't know if we should or not but is there anything we can do as librarians and booksellers Mm-hmm. Um, in the way of organizing the books that is inclusive but also makes them easy to find um, or just mm-hmm. not separating them at all as yeah. um, I don't think we do at the moment just putting no. in with everything and also maybe any training or um, competency training we should undertake yeah. um, do you have any opinions on that? Sir? So uh, to answer your first question about the organizing of the books and mm. um, there's going to be as many answers as there are librarians yeah. obviously yeah yeah um i know that if i'm in a bookshop i kind of want to go straight to the queer section i'm like i don't have time for straight stories yeah <laughs> just give me that <laughs> but on the other hand i think you know we should um i i, I i'm a fan of just having like but like so yeah adult fiction with adult fiction young adult with young adult yeah and of course, we also have to think, uh, I know some libraries put little rainbow stickers yeah. uh, on their books. Um, yeah. We have um, the Autism Spectrum Collection the stickers for all our books yeah. about autism. And some libraries have just rainbow stickers for mm-hmm. all their queer stock, Yeah, which is a good idea. But also we have to think as librarians about the fact that not everyone is in a safe position to be out. Yeah, yeah. So I would never want to cause someone to be in a situation where they're a young adult and they took out a book 
about a queer character yeah. and let's say their guardian is not yeah. open to yeah. that you know yeah exactly that's something that's you know we kind of have to think about as well yeah um, and the same as just having a queer section with you know yes flags or a sign is it might you might um, and yeah. stop people from going over exactly you know? Yeah. because they, they they never know i mean uh you know when i do book displays for young adults i always try to include queer mm-hmm. stories i usually try to do you know let's say um i'll go through all the books that we have and i'll pick out books that haven't been taken out in say mm-hmm. six months and i'll do a display of unloved books please yeah. love us and yeah. some queer books will be there yeah or you know there will be green covers or whatever so yeah, i always yeah. have to i always try to have queer yeah. books in there um I think the stickers are nice for if you're comfortably out or yes. or and you also are really into your genres and you want to yes. know exactly. is this a lesbian love story or is this like queer or yes. gay men men or yes. you, trans and the different flags exactly. will show you that but it's yeah. very niche I suppose it's yes, a niche exactly. reader and you know if someone is looking for a queer book um I think it's important to have um just um little recommendation brochures around yeah we have some now for our pride display and we kind of try to keep them stock all year round and i yeah. know that children's books ireland did uh, an updated rainbow reads um, yeah yeah brochure which is fantastic i mean it's a huge document and so many really good books yeah on it yeah and um, you and you've done some Yes. good work here in the library and then obviously this podcast as well <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know yeah yeah <laughs> and as for um training or anything like that um you also asked what extra steps we could take to make mm-hmm. people feel um more safe and at ease so uh yes first thing would be you know never assume anyone's gender mm-hmm. uh, never assume anyone's gender um I personally wear a pride uh, pin all year okay. round. Um, yeah. Mine is in the shape of a book ticket. Oh yeah, and it yeah has, I hadn't noticed uh, that. Yes, it has all the uh, flag colors. So um, it's just so that you know, queer people know I'm a safe person to ask questions or to ask yeah, questions yeah. or anything like that. Exactly. Uh, I include my pronouns in my email, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's just something I do automatically in my signature. Yeah. I have Mila Taylor and she hers yeah uh, yeah. which is you know such an easy way of showing that you're more inclusive and making it easier for people to realize that you shouldn't really assume yeah yeah and then it just normalizes the the conversation or the the idea yeah um training is uh good yes Mm -hmm. but you know uh, of course we're not a monolith yeah culture so everyone will be different yeah Uh, it's it's good to do some reading about queer issues mm-hmm. um and absolutely talking to you know people that you know that are out yes mm-hmm. but always kind of ask is it okay to talk about yeah this yeah um we have the pride display downstairs and um we we had an email from someone who wasn't happy about it you know and um one of my uh, colleagues forwarded the email to me and while to them it was an email about the display yeah yeah to me it was a very personal thing so yeah it's just kind of having awareness that yeah to you it might be just like an offhanded remark to someone else it might be something deeper yeah 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 next next time i'm in my branch i'm going to write up this list that you've done and (laughs) um do a bit more research to put that out there because it is 
it's it can often just be down to the branch as well and the absolutely. time and how much time you have and, and uh, yeah, how many staff exactly. you have and um, what kind of stock you have and, yes. and sort of so yes, that's, that's good if people kind of definitely. own those projects yes. um so while we were chatting about this podcast mm-hmm. we we're aiming to post it for pride month and um, you did rightly say that it's good to have queer content all year round so obviously june is pride month but this is all year round or lgbqt plus is all year round and uh, so on that note i would recommend people check out your book reviews on it's lit dlr.wordpress.com and also we have staff picks under find and renew on our website um which have well, you can limit by all sorts of genres yes, um, that's right and um, we also this podcast and to anyone listening i would say please share and follow and all that comes with that um and yes yeah, so thank you for talking to me today mila it's really enjoyable no problem thank you for having me it was it was a pleasure great thank you